What up, though? You already know what this is. Respect the worst if you don't respect the best. Top tier podcast. I am Ledge. Chill with me. Man, man, man. Where to begin? Where to begin? Um, First of all, I want to shout out a few people. I'll shout out Seven Mitchell, who had me on his 30 for 30 series, this, this doc series that he's doing that he, that he does very, very well. And check it out, man. It's it's like really creative stuff, man. I love seeing media do things outside the box and just being their own lane, doing their own thing. He's been a big time pillar of the battle rap media community, and uh, it was it was a moment, man. It's a moment for me to really to get that call and be like from seven, like yo, I want you on here. I want you on the show, man. So salute to him, T Seven M Radio on youtube check it out and just, not just the show with me but just his, his shows throughout throughout the year and throughout the career and all that man he's very very professional um also shout out to to my man next from the west coast a rising prospect out of the west uh one of the one of the up-and-comers that they really got a lot of faith and stock in about about time this is out um, I probably would have already had an interview with him on YouTube, so be sure to check that out. Hopefully, when this come out, something didn't happen and there's no interview. That look, that'll be pretty weird. I won't edit this out either. So if if nothing happens, then that means you know it wasn't on me. All right, but yeah, man, he I seen his battle versus Young Grizz, and I've seen two Young Grizz battles, and Young Grizz been on on a tear, man. And I just kind of wanted to give my little respect to the West. Like, their depth and talent, I think, is being slept on. I know people see them so top-heavy when you got, you know, Geechee, Diz, Rum, Danny. But beyond that, I mean, B-Dot, and beyond that, you got, you still got, I mean, and I didn't even name Ilmac, who's a legend. Uh, you, you, you got, they got, Tons of West Coast talent to come at you, man. Next is just another one in line. I know people really high on Drix. Uh, Dev the Demon is really good. Um, vice versa is nice. Fate dot everything. Like their talent is rich over there, man. Um, I was watching some battles, and this kind of be like my battle to watch kind of segment for this because I've been seeing some battles that's really catching my eye. Uh, the Grizz Exam. You know that league was that league is pretty strong over there. I like it. I like the visuals. I like how it's kind of small and intimate. The setting, like they had my man Kid Chaos go over there. He went he went against Ryan Compton. These are all one rounders, but they put on man. Shout out to Ron Compton man. Shout out to Kid Chaos. I thought early uh Ron Compton started off a bit slow and sluggish, but. Like the middle portion to the back end, I thought he was cooking. I thought he was cooking, man. He would, what did he say something about? You know, he had even little jokes in there about, uh, you know, well, he said something like Carolina, if I care, Lina nigga. Something he said, he like broke down Carolina. Then he said, I knew y'all was, I knew that state was gay when I found out their mascot was named the Gamecocks. I thought it was just funny because that's a really true South Carolina Gamecocks. That's a pause. That's a wild name. But um, 
Yeah, but Kid Chaos was just he's I don't know, he's just so polished. And yes, he's noted as a writer, as a pen guy, but he performs so well that you know it kind of meshes with it. It maybe maybe for him it blends too well because when I say performance, you guys think like Hitman remixes, like being all over the stage. But I'm just talking about even just in your projection, like he'll he'll just say something. Like I don't, I don't. This is not. He didn't actually say this, but I'm just giving you an example. He'll just start off slow talking to you, like, huh? That's your man over there. Well, he ain't gonna. You know, like, just like, hey, that's your man over there. Well, I mean, he used to be a man. I seen him with your girl. Like, he, he, like, he talks like that, and he can then he can just break that into a scheme and then punch at the end, and it's just something really dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, like, the performance and how he puts his material together is really what stands out. And I'll say it's very polished for somebody who's, like, deemed a PG or whatever, or, you know, a rookie. But... No, I thought it was a dope, dope battle. Uh, I probably edged it to KC. Eh, no, probably. He, yeah, I think he got it. Uh, another battle over there was Fate, who I just named one of the better new punchers in the game. Like, um, there's Fonz, of course. There's Jay Kruger. There's Saint. And uh, Fate is not too far behind them guys, man. And Fate went against Vice Versa, another guy who I named, who's tall, got presence. Likes to punch, got energy. Um, sometimes I feel like his stuff be a little just, I don't want to say basic, but sometimes just be a, you wish he's, like his energy is there, but you just wish he said something a little more profound, a little more potent. It's not always potent, but he was good in this battle. He was good in this battle again, another one-rounder. But Fate just is, even if Vice has probably been rapping longer around the same, I feel like Fate rapped like he was a little bit more seasoned. Just a little bit more season. So that was a good battle, though. I gave that to Fate. And then you had, uh, like I said, you had Next versus Young Grizz. was probably the best battle that I've seen from that Grizz exam event so far. And Grizz is just, I don't know, he thrives. I noticed he thrives at when, he, when it comes to going against those guys on the West that's like basically positioning themselves to be what, people or many people said Grizz was like the next up in the West. No pun intended to next, but he thrives off that. Cause I seen him, uh, clips of him versus Drix, uh, shot to Nico TV. Nico's doing this like bracket thing with who, you know, who verses are better in this tournament. So shout out to Nico TV, follow him on YouTube. And he was giving, he was giving tricks work. He was giving Drix, Drix work. Uh, I seen him versus Stewie recently in a battle that I thought was good, but for whatever, whatever reason, my man Nico thought it was just, eh. But he was good in that to me, and he was really good in this battle, too. I would say, if Nico's listening, I would say he was better in this, this with this run round than against Stewie. Uh, he was talking to Next. But Next showed some, vet, I wouldn't say vet, but he showed some polish, too. Because you can easily get charged for a battle like this because it's one of the names over, like he's one of them names in the West and you can just get right to the shits with gun tote talk and all that shit. But he even like, he came with a little light humor to, you know, to start off. 
Then he got into his bag, a couple of angles, a couple of, you know what I'm saying, personal direct shots about his career and things like that. And I thought that showed some maturity. And I'm pretty sure he got material like that in other battles. I'm not saying this is the first time he's done it. It's just maybe the first time I noticed and I've seen it, so I thought it was fire. And uh, that battle was hard to call. I actually may edge. I may edge next. I don't know. I may. I don't know. Because Grizz was saying some wild shit too. So that that's a good. That's one I probably have to watch back. I only watched these battles once, so I'm just giving you like off my initial reaction to it. But yeah, man, it was some good battles, man. Also, Shrug Life Network Bullpen Battle League. Um, and that's another thing. What? Why you? Why? I don't know. Shrug Life Network. I don't. I don't know if I'm digging that. Bullpen Battle League should just be Bullpen Battle League on YouTube. Much more. I don't know. That's just me nitpicking, I guess. Uh, especially if you're not using it for anything else. Like I know Shrug Life was like a name of his one of his old mixtapes or whatever. But like John John got a podcast and. You would think that would be on the shrug like network to like really make that channel like to get I don't know. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. But dope ass battle, bullpen battle league. It finally dropped. Saga versus Lada Zay. And when I tell you this is a goodie, this is one of them real goodies. Real, real goodies. I like this battle a lot. A lot. Um, Saga first round was explosive, mad crowd reaction. I guess you, some people may call it gas. I would I would say this: it's it's hard to call it gas when the the lines were dope. It's just how dope. I guess you could call that gas. You'd be like, man, it was dope, but you gassing it a little bit more. I guess that's how I guess that's how you would frame it. I would assume, but no, the the the, the reactions were worthy initially, like. But then you just seeing people go overboard, like coming up to the stage and grabbing his shirt. I've never been a grab your shirt type of guy. Like I never thought that was fire when a dude come up and just grab your shirt and ball it up. And that's just, eh, you dragging it a little bit. I ain't that. I ain't digging that. So, but no, uh, I feel like that battle was good. And I think with how people got it they love saga's first and third well they love all three from saga his first they really love because that's when he got tons of reaction started off crazy uh rex and surf was there they was reacting to it and uh but people f- kind of low-key slept on um a lot of zay's first and with a lot of zay and, and people didn't even get a lot of zay was really uh rebuttaling every round and they were all solid you had one that was kind of like better than the other two by a nice little margin, but he was rebuttaling pretty well right off the rip. Um, and I liked his first a lot too, but I would give it to Saga. Second round, I think Saga again was good, but I just think he lost a little bit of steam towards the end of his round, whereas a lot of Zay took off. And like he had the little the angles, not he had the whole, you know, masturbation angle, 
but then he tied it into religion. Like it was really fire the angle he chose and the things he was saying. He had this dope ass wrestling line. I forgot what he said about uh something about Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. That shit was fun. I love wrestling bars, especially nostalgic right Like I come on. Ooh. I love it. I love it, man. Wrestling bars really Really can never die, all right. So I kind of gave Lazada easily in thirds a preference round, um, because Saga kind of does what he normally does. He gets real serious and talking about like important shit, like depression, not fit, you know, and stuff like that, and then talking and calling on the Lord and things like that. So it's one, it's like a easy, I wouldn't say a pandering round, but it's like a, oh man, he's talking that real shit and it's about his life. How can you really go against that? But I honestly like Lada's Ace third a little bit more. Like, I don't know. I'm edging it to Lada. Not going to lie to you. But maybe I got to watch it again, man. I, I don't know. Maybe I got to watch it again. It's just I'm used to hearing that 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 format from Saga. That's all it is. But, for, but Saga was dope. If you giving him the battle, I'm not mad. I am not mad at that. It's just, you know, I've heard it all. Oh, so... But yeah, that's how I feel about that. Um, Ultimate Madness Two, so far has been a success. I like Round One a lot. Obviously, there's like drama and controversy that you y'all know me long enough. I'm not getting into that, but it does make for some interesting battles down the line. You got Mike P versus Bill, which I'm sure is the one people gonna pay attention to most to see. Is Bill going to use these angles or not? If Mike P going to have something in the chamber ready, if, you know, that does come to fruition. And it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I'm actually more interested in, and it's going to sound crazy, I'm, I'm more interested in Tink versus uh Danny. Because I feel like they both go to that dark place and use, like, all these mythological words and phrases but I kind of like that shit too. Like, I, like I told y'all, I don't have no preference in style. Like, if you're doing something, whatever it is, punching jokes, whatever, if you're doing it at the highest level, I'm here for it. So, I want to see like how dark it's about to get. And uh, Tink showed me a lot, man. He bounced back from a, a sluggish first round versus franchise to, in my opinion, easily win those last two. Easily those last two. Um, so, and Danny, Danny was Danny, uh, he barked on Reaper, man, he, especially that first round, like, he's, he set the tone, I think, that kind of, that might have rattled Reaper a little bit, like, Reaper tried to match his energy, but it just, it wasn't enough, wasn't enough, but, no, I, I definitely think that's a battle people sleeping on, it's gonna be really, really good, I'm looking forward to that big time, so we'll see with that, man, um, we got the ladies tournament going down. The ladies got a tournament. Queen of the Ring. Sweet 16. I talked about it on uh, Seven Mitchell show. Salute to him. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm, I, y'all already see us on YouTube. My little, my first initial thoughts. That was with just like maybe six names mentioned or something like that. Six or eight. But all in all, 
still need two more names going. I'm just looking forward to it, man. Hopefully, I can link up with my man Nomad from Queens of Battle Rap. We can talk about it once the full card is out. Maybe even get Debo on. We, we'll see, man. We'll see. I just wish they'll market that shit. Like I said, push it. Make sure it's it's big time, big level shit. And make sure it's out there, man. Make sure it's out there. Let me tell y'all something, man. Being in media is difficult. <laughs> it's not, well, I, I mean, it's it's fun and it's non-stressful, but you know, you, you book interviews, interviews don't go down, it's hard to get certain people, you know, and I get that comes with, reckon, uh, excuse me, that comes with, uh, like, value of your brand as far as numbers go and views and subscribers and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? But time will come, time will come. And because another thing, really, like, I'm on YouTube. I'm thinking about making the transition to caffeine. It seems like more people really want to engage with you on caffeine. I just got to set it up to where, you know, I can I can have that. I can do that. You're new. Like, I, will, I just want to make sure that's all good and, and dandy. So, I'm going I'm to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. But... Yeah, man, I see the media use, usually get a lot of flack for creating drama. But a lot of this drama that's happened this week didn't have anything to do with media. So, you know, got to put some respect on the names, man. Shout out to New Era Podcast, my man Nico, Seven Mitchell. You know, it, it's been a good time, good time so far, man. Hopefully, we can start going back to events. I know there's events Going down pretty, pretty soon. One up in September here in Detroit. I was at a private location. And they got some names on there. I see Ill Will on there. I see Geechee on there versus Stack Almighty. Wait, who Ill Will is going against? Ill Will is going against somebody that I'm, I'm familiar with. Let me Let me figure that out real quick. Because I know that, like, they got some, not just names, but they got them paired. Because sometimes when you go to these local events, there's just really big names going against somebody that you're not familiar with. And it was just like, oh, you just got booked this person because you want to see them personally. But no, oh, Dallas Cash. Like, that's somebody that's actually good enough to put a put a scare into to ill will. You know what I'm saying? Quest McCody against Tony Nova. Tony Nova, this is your shot, brother. This is your shot. I've been watching you. It's your shot. You got Born on here. You got Dub the Phenom. I've seen him a lot. Moon on here versus Tony Young. That's some veteran old head. We no filler. We about to get to it. Got Midwest, the return of Midwest Miles versus Ty. Law, one of my underrated picks, man. Ty Law be punching. He be good to me, man. Some of this shit be funny and it's original. I like it. I like it. But, yeah, Stack Almighty versus Geechee, that's going to be crazy. Cause Stack can go. I remember Stack versus Danny, man. Stack was good. So, yeah, man, this event's going down. That's uh, September 5th. September 5th, man. 
Now, this is funny because it's ain't hosted by Tony Young, so he's going to host and battle. Man, that's wildness. But salute. Salute. And shout out to Team Rosa, Rosa Productions. They filming everything moving in, not even just in Michigan, but just in the Midwest. Like Team Rosa, you want you want some really good quality uh, footage? Holla at Rosa Productions, man. They they got you. They definitely got you. They definitely got you. And again, man, I want to keep promoting ExcaliburBookings.com because a lot of you got like I still see a lot of people on whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Like talking about plates, needing plates, and man, put your footage out there so people can see. Man, I know a lot of people go viral on, like, like people go viral on like Twitter sometimes, off of a performance. I remember somebody comes to mind is Joey Gambello. He was battling somebody like they like this when he was like still battling Canada. I don't, I don't think it was Beast Mode. I think it was another league, but I'm not sure. But I remember he had the whole the beatboxing, all that shit. He was like in this really nice pattern and punching. And that shit took off. Like it had so many views and clicks and likes on Twitter. And I felt like that really helped him get his name out there. So just imagine if you was on a website that was devoted only to that. Where you could really get your shit off. Um, it'll be dope, man. It'll be dope for people to do that and really get noticed by all leagues not just the big leagues when you're trying to desperately become a crucible member or being part of uh the gz's but just leagues that really value value you and see your work and be like no we got to have him on the show so excaliburbooking.com is where it's at man so definitely go there <clears throat> definitely support and um yeah man that's that's pretty much it when it comes to that um oh and for the midwest for the midwest i want to see more midwest representation man i'm not understanding why it's so uneven on these in these tournaments the last two maybe next ultimate madness 3 maybe we can get a little more evenly uh even laying a even level playing field when it comes to regions because the west and the midwest get shitted on like why is there why was young and young cannon was an add-on so initially they was going to have no midwest representation there and i just thought that's kind of foul kind of foul and i often you know and i, I kind of ask myself is it because and I don't want to speculate, but I'm just asking myself this out loud. So bear with me. Does it have anything to do with the Norb situation, I wonder? Because Norbs was trying to champion the Midwest. I remember he was calling himself Midwest Norbs for a minute. And I remember him, you know, he's responsible for Born Legacy 7 or 8 being in the Midwest. It was in Cleveland. Fonz was going against Jay. Actually, probably the best Born Legacy ever, actually. Fonz versus Jay was good. Uh, Trez versus... Was that Trez versus Big K? Big Cannon? Or was that not on there? Trez versus Big Cannon was solid, despite the back of the little, you know, tantrum. Then you had JC versus Saga was really good. Chess versus Danny, really good. Misfit versus Official, really good. 
Like, oh, and Ad versus Ill Will. Great. Like, that was the best Born Legacy. And the crowd was great, too. Like, they didn't gas certain shit. They was happy to be there. They was like, man, we here to hear bars, and we're here all we're here all day for it. Like they did, the crowd didn't die down or get weaker as the the uh, night went on. It actually got stronger. So, and you know, you know how I feel about the state of Ohio when it comes to being Buckeye fans. But other than that, Cleveland man, they need somebody need to get they need to get there again. Man, they need to get there. I would have another born legacy right back there. Cause shit, y'all y'all don't went to y'all be going to the same spots for certain events. <clears throat> anyway, like, what was it? The smack volumes be like in Tampa every time now. You know what I'm saying? The old summer madnesses used to be in New York all the time. Like, I would make Born Legacy in Cleveland like a thing yearly, <laughs> like year round. You know what I'm saying? Like once, I mean not year, but like yeah, once every yeah, once a year annually. I would at least have like if I'm doing three what was it? What did they do last year? About three or four born legacies. If I did, if I'm doing three or four in the calendar year, one of them would be Cleveland. I would have like two spots for sure where we're touching down. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my little thoughts on things. But yeah, I felt like his affiliation with the Midwest is kind of, and then the last, one of the last people he like kind of got out there, which was Fonz. Cause he, I would consider him a Norbs guy. I feel like, you know, he won the tournament, so that kind of just shows. And 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 not and obviously, even the URL staff will tell you, like hit, hit, like them removing him had nothing to do with the whole like him not be like he's one he's probably the best scout ever. Like him and like Lush and somebody else, you know what I'm saying? So it had nothing to do with that, but it just showed you how just good he is at finding and picking talent um so shout out to Fonz and yeah man I just want to see more Midwest representation I feel like Young Cannon was a, and I feel like if Young Cannon was one of the picks from the get-go he probably would have had a better showing against Bill Collector although he did good to be like maybe it was a two or three weeks notice but I think if he was really prepped for like six to seven weeks he would have been just a little bit like all it takes is a more potency in one round to swing the votes because I really think it was just like a 2-1 edge for Bill I know Young Cannon definitely got the first I would say Bill easily got the second and the third I edged to Bill so yeah man there's so many you got Piranha out there LL Cool G out there Truefoe once he's you know able to, to, to move around and uh Bankhead could have been a part of this. Killer B could have been a part of this. Like there's there's so many people who could have been part of this. Hell, Stack Almighty, Michael Ice, MVP in St. Louis. Shit, Gage. I would have loved it. You know how entertaining Gage would have probably been on here. That's just my thoughts. This is my thoughts, man. But I'm out of here. I love y'all. I'll see y'all next week. This was just a random t- uh, tangent of just topics. I don't even know what the label is, uh, title is, but stay in tune with what I'm doing. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. All right. I'm doing interviews, live shit, all type of shit over there. 
If you want to follow me on Caffeine, Top Tier Podcast on Caffeine, Top Tier Podcast on YouTube, holla at me. And as always, keep it battle rap, love.